Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachos, Yoradeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchis Nedarim, Halacha Gimel, the last paragraph, the final paragraph, paragraph Yud Dalit, which is sort of an appendix. <coughs> we dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu'i Nishmas, Rebavrom Alexander Hakoyen, Rebavrom Kalisker, one of the great, great tzaddikim during Rabbeinazal's time, who made Aliyah Teretz Yisrael together with the other students of the Baal Shem Tov, and Rabbeinazal visited him in Eretz Yisrael. There was incredible love and respect between them. There are a few things that are mentioned in Chaim Aran about when they met, the, the tremendous respect that they had for each other, sending a pigeon to one another, and Rabbi Avram Kalasker asked Rabbi Nezal to try to mediate in the machlekes that was going on that, gone at that time between the rabbis in Eretz Yisrael and in America regarding stucca issues. We dedicate the learning also, Lili Nishmas, the Babasali, Rabbi Yisrael ben Horav Mas'ud Abu Chatzira, and also Lili Nishmas, Bele Gittel Bas Rabbi Shmuel Moshe, the wife of Rav Moshe Burstein, whose yard sites are all today on 4th of Shvat. And today's shir is also sponsored and dedicated by our close friend, Albert Setten, for a refuah shalema for Shendel Basleya, and also for the Hatzlacha of Mazel Tov Basleya, Yitzchak Yaakov ben Yosef, who just got married. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Atore Esther Basgalia, and her newborn baby boy, Toiba Bas Chavaperel, and her newborn baby boy, Sora Basodl, Simcha Bas Sora, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Gitganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebelei Bas Sipoira, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Hillel Ben Brocha Nechama, David Lei ben Shena, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Soraleya bas Chavaliba, Peretz ben Soraleya, Chavaliba bas Merim Dvoira, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Soramaya bas Tzipoira Rivka, Idis bas Merim Brindle, Tuvietzvi ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yol ben Edna, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudes Gila, Yerachmiel Yisrael Doi ben Frumet Nechama, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Besoch Shar Choli Yisrael. We were speaking in the previous year about the Pasuk in Shira Shirim, Simeni Kachosam Alibecho Kachosam Azriacho, so now Rab Nosan Zal adds, and this is why the Pasuk there concludes, Im ish es kol If a person would give all of their wealth, like to try to, to buy the, the love between Hashem and the Jewish people, they would insult him, they would say it's a joke. Because when we're zeichet to these seals that we mentioned earlier, dahainu, which we explained, let samsem oyrho ein soif bahadrogo bamido kanal, it means 
taking Hashem's infinite light and constricting it, shrinking it in a manner that we can relate to it and connect to it. Through this, a person is to connect to the highest level Torah, the, the greatest depth of Torah. Shehi koilo yamina taman, where the Zohar Kodesh says, when you go up to that incredible high level, over there there's no right and left, there's only right, and there's no wealth there, there's nothing materialistic there, it's pure spirituality. Kimavur kol as all of this is explained very well in chapter 49 in Likut Imran, which this halach is based on. V'zehu simeni kachoysam, hainu tzimtzum ho'er badrogo This refers to that constricting of the light in a formatted, measured way, bebechinas choysam kanal, ki azo kamoves avo rishofeho rishpe'e shal these words are showing that the heart of a Jew is burning infinitely. And that's why it's very important that we have this holy tzimtzum, this constriction, in the form of these choysamos, the tefillin shal yad, the tefillin shal roish, as we spoke about it. Because by accomplishing this, of connecting to this infinite light and being mitzamzimit, through this the person is to that Torah of Atik, of the highest level. Then that person despises all of the materialistic wealth. Because up there on that level, there's no such thing as a left side from which wealth comes from. Again, Rabbi Nezal over there in chapter 49 quotes this Pasuk. That, that we, we despise the wealth. Take a look over there in, in uh, chapter 49 in Kutimran, where Abenazal elaborates on this. Because when a person gets to that incredible high level, the wealth is, is, is automatically included in the high level of Ruchnius. Rabbenazal shows there that the first letters of Bayis Techalik Shol spell the word Shabbos. And on Shabbos is when a person is to this Torah of Atikastimor, this highest level Torah. Take a look towards the end of chapter 49 in Likud Imran, where Rabbi Nezaldeir elaborates on this. Baruch Hashem. Any questions before we go on to the next halacha? How is this shayach to us, this high level? We mentioned that this is a critical, critical fact in all of Rabbi Nezal's forum and Rabbi Nezal's forum that whenever they speak about very high madregas, it applies to each and every single Jew on their level. Meaning, as we learned earlier, that whatever level a person is on, the level above that is considered ein soif to them. That's considered ein soif. 
and we're constantly trying to climb the ladder. We're trying to go higher and higher. And, and Rav Nelson Zal showed us here how to go about it, that by a person being zirchet to turn on the hislavus in the heart, that fire in the heart, that's making an initial connection to this oirein soiv, to this higher level, and then by taking that fire and channeling it into specific mitzvahs or into the study of Torah, that's how the person completes this process. And each and every one of us can do this on our level, generally, especially on Shabbos, on Yontif, when there's an Ace Ratzah in a special time. Question in the chat that we find many Talmidei Chachamim were and are very poor. How do we understand that the Gashmias is included in the high level of Ruchmias? There are many answers to this question. One of the answers is that very often these tzaddikim have chosen, have chosen to, to give away their gashmias and to accept upon themselves a difficult life, both lack, both poverty and physical suffering, in order that their wealth, the wealth that's supposed to go to them, should be the, and the, the good health should be distributed among Klal Yisrael. That's one of the reasons why we find these great tzaddikim sometimes living poor and suffering. It's in order to give away the shefa that really should be allocated to them to give it to help us, to help Klal Yisrael. Halacha Dalit. Inyan neder shehu dovar The topic of different types of vows which is something wondrous, something extraordinary in Yiddishkeit. Shehoodom yeshloi koyach lasois liatzmoi mitzvois vaaveros chadoshos mashalinis karbatoira. The fact that a person has the ability to create for themselves new mitzvois and new sins which are not mentioned in the Torah. Kishoiser alatzmoi achilas bosor benedroishvua. For example, when a person makes a vow, not to partake in any meat. Now this glut kosher meat becomes forbidden for that person exactly with a strict, strict forbiddenness, just like anything treif, just like anything that the Torah labels forbidden. And so too the opposite. If a Jew makes a vow that they're going to eat a certain meat, it becomes an obligation, a mitzvah, like putting on tefillin, like wearing tzitzis, for that person to eat the meat. This shows us that by making this type of vow, a person is actually creating for themselves new Torah. Whether it's to declare something that was originally permissible to make it forbidden, or the opposite, to obligate oneself to do something which the Torah didn't obligate them to do it previously. As, as Rashi HaKadosh points out, the person does not have the possibility of declaring something that the Torah declares forbidden 
to, to make a vow that that should become permissible. That cannot be valid. As Rashi Kodesh points out, on the Pasuk, in the beginning of Parshas Matos, where it speaks about vows, on the words lesor isor, that you can only make forbidden something that's forbidden. You cannot make permissible something that's forbidden. This halacha will be based on chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran, in Likute Tanyana. Ayin Shom Kol HaToyra. Take a look at that, study that entire chapter in Likut Imran. To summarize the main points that are related to the halacha we're going to be learning, Every single Jew has an obligation to be involved in settling the world, turning the world into a civilized place. How does one do that? To shine das into people, especially one's own children, grandchildren, and friends, anyone that, that the person has the ability to influence. What, what kind of das are we referring to here? To make them aware of the greatness and presence of Hashem in everything. That Hashem is the creator, master of the world, and Hashem is the one who is operating the world 24-7. And to try to speak to their hearts, to get people out of sin. That's the greatest Rachmanus that a person can show to a Jew or to the Jewish people. We know that people naturally, when they hear somebody sick or somebody's having trouble financially, they say, wow, it's a big Rachmanus on that person. In this chapter in Likut Imran, Rabbi Nezal opens our eyes to realize that it is a Rachmanus. When a person is struggling financially, health, it, it is a Rachmanus. But it doesn't compare in any way to the Rachmanus on a person who's committing sins, who's not doing mitzvahs. Because the other problems, finances, health, are temporary. A person committing sins, chas v'shalom, is creating an eternal problem for themselves, chas v'shalom. V'chol odom yochoy l'kayim zois. Rabbi Nezal says there, every single person can do this. Every single person can share this das with other people. And every person has to be involved in this. Study that chapter and put on carefully to understand this. It's interesting. I'm hoping today to attend a bris. A bris mila where the father and mother, Baruch Hashem, are alive and healthy. And the grandparents also. And I was thinking about something to say at the bris and searching the database, and this is what came to mind. Before I saw this halacha, I had not seen this halacha yet in preparation for today's shir, and this is what came to mind, that Rabbi Nezal says that this is, the, this is the most important mitzvah of a parent, of a grandparent, to share their das. And Rabbi Nezal there expounds on this, to share their das with children and grandchildren, and friends, and neighbors, and spouses, and, and, and siblings, everyone. We're living in a generation, though, where the Gemara says, Be'ikvesed the Meshicha, chutz be'yazgi. 
that when we're hearing the footsteps of Mashiach, meaning Mashiach is getting really close, there's going to be a lot of chutzpah in the world. And one of the, one of the manifestations of this chutzpah, the Gemara says is, that children will rebel against parents. Meaning that not only will children not be seeking advice and guidance from parents, but chas they're going to go against parents. And there's a famous quote in the Zohar Kodesh, Zako mandamalel al deshama. Ashrei, fortunate is the person who speaks to ears that are willing to listen. Meaning that before a person makes a speech, before a person tells somebody something, you have to first think carefully and see, does the person have ears to be able to listen, to be able to receive what I want to say? If they do, and if I say it properly the right way, then there's a chance that the person will accept it and it'll help them and they'll improve. And chas if I say it the wrong way, or even if I say it the right way, but the person is not ready to listen, not ready to hear, then unfortunately sometimes it could have the reverse effect, the opposite effect. And this is the bracha. This is the bracha to our children, to our grandchildren, to our friends, that we should be zeichah to have ears. We should be zeichah to, to be willing to listen. The Torah speaks about don't reject the Torah. Listen, listen to your father. Don't reject the Torah of your mother. The people who are privileged to have parents, and if the parents believe in Hashem, if they, if they, if they observe mitzvahs and toivim, then if those parents are willing to share some of their knowledge, a person, a child, has to be realize how blessed we are to be able to have the benefit of their experience, their knowledge, and that this is the mission statement of Klal Yisrael. We know the Gemara says one of the most important chapters in the entire Tehillim is Ashrei. We say Ashrei three times a day. And in Ashrei it says, Doir le Yeshabach Masecha. One generation to the next generation will praise Hashem's actions. That's what, that's what life is really all about. Passing the torch to the next generation. Kriyashma, which is the most important tefillah. It's Doraisa, the tefillah that's Doraisa. V'shinantom levonecha. V'leimadetem oisames benechem. L'daber bom This is the emphasis. This is so important and so special. And, and it's worth devoting tefillah, spending time in tefillah, pleading with Hashem, to be zeichet, to those that still have parents, to be zeichet, to receive whatever recognition of Hashem our parents can share with us, and those that are parents or grandparents, we should be zeichet to have the privilege of sharing this recognition of Hashem with our children, with our grandchildren, with our spouses, with everyone around us, anyone that we can. It's explained over there in Likut Imran, that the one who is greatest in this, the one who is able to accomplish this the most, is the Chacham, the true Tzadik of the generation. Who is like Moshe Rabbeinu. He dedicates and devotes his entire life for this more than, more than anything and more than anyone else. 
Lohoir Hadas Bebonim Vitamidin to shine this das, this recognition of Hashem, into children and students. And Rabbein Azal shows there in the Kutimran that children, good children, are students, and good students are children. The Gemara says, that if someone teaches someone else's child Torah, it's as if the teacher gave birth to that student. And at the same time, a person, a child who learns from the parent, is also a student to the parent. Rabbein Azal shows the Yalikut Imran that this Chacham has to have the quality of coil. He has to be everything and everywhere. As the Pasuk says, Ki choil bashomayim uvaretz. That the, the tzaddik, who is called tzaddik yesoid oilam, he has to be bashomayim uvaretz, in heaven and on earth. And that has two explanations over there in the Kutumran. In the beginning of the chapter, Rabbi Nezal shows there that even after a person leaves this world, even after a person leaves this world, they can continue living in this world. Even when the person is in Shamayim, they can be Baretz. How? If they were Zerche to share their Das with children or students or other people, then that person, even when they leave the world, they continue to live in their students, in their children. That's one way. And now Rav Nosson is going to explain the other way that Rav Nosson says there. This tzaddik, this chacham, has, the, has to have the ability to shine this das into the people on a very high level and the people on a low level. Those people who are on a very high level, they reside above. The tzaddik has to be able to show them the concept of where is Hashem? He has to be able to show them that you think you see Hashem, you think you know Hashem, you don't know anything. Compared to what I'm going to teach you and show you, you, you haven't seen anything yet. So you're in this state of where is Hashem? You come to realize that you thought you knew, you really didn't know anything. The tzaddik, the chacham, has to show them a level of chachma, a level of recognition of Hashem that makes them realize that till now they didn't know anything at all about Hashem. As the Zohar Kodesh says, what do you see? What do you know? And to the opposite extreme, those people who are on a very low level spiritually, they feel totally distant from Hashem, totally disconnected from Hashem. This refers to those people who are on a very low level. They fell to whatever low places they fell to. Very, very far down. The kilkulum ashikilkul. And they damaged, they did all the damage that they did through their sins. <coughs> the tzaddik has to be able to shine into them this realization that Hashem is everywhere, 
that Hashem's kavod, Hashem's light, fills the entire Eretz. Eretz means down here, the lowest places. The tzaddik has to be able to show them that Hashem is still residing with them even when they're in the Tumah, as the Pasuk says. V'yechaskem, and give them encouragement, v'yoyoron, and inspire them, that they should not give up on themselves and not give up on having a relationship with Hashem whatsoever. Ki Hashem itom v'etzlam because Hashem is with them and near them and together with them and close to them very much so. This is a very famous expression in Breslev that as God is mitir umbaidir or Hashem is with you and near you all the time. Because the Pasuk says, Hashem's kavod fills the entire world. And oretz means earth, even in earthliness, even in Gashmis. And kol ha'oretz means even the lowest, lowest places. Verak zeh nikrot tzadik. And only a person who's capable of addressing the needs of both of these levels of people, that's the only person who's called tzadik. <coughs> And a person who cannot do this, a person who has limited audience, a person who's a rush koilel, and he can teach people in koilel. He can't do outreach. He cannot relate to people who are far from Hashem, people who are not religious. Or a person who's involved in outreach, but he cannot speak to people who are on a high level of learning. Enoi nikro tzadik bishlemus is not a complete tzaddik. Complete might be a tzaddik. There's a term a tzaddik in pelts, a tzaddik in his coat, meaning a tzaddik who can relate to the people that are, he can take care of himself, and, and those people are very close to him, but he can't reach out further than that. Ki iker ta'anuga v'she'ashua v'yisborach hu lekarev elov harechoikim ma'oid ma'oid mimenu yisborach because Hashem's greatest pleasure and enjoyment is to bring those people who are very, very far from Him for them to be brought close to Him. Because a person who has knowledge about Hashem, who yodea, that person knows and realizes shezeh iker ta'anugav v'shiyashuav, that this is Hashem's greatest pleasure and joy when we're successful in bringing close to Him those who are originally far from Him. Because Hashem has all different levels of angels and all kinds of great, fabulous things. All of these angels serve Hashem with fear and awe, etc. V'yafal pikein, but despite all of that, Iker tanuga v'shashuav, hu kishe'oilo ho'avoida me'oilam hashafal hazer. Hashem's greatest pleasure is when we earthlings, when we people down in this low, low world, this oilam asiyah, when we are serving Hashem. And 
And whenever a mitzvah or a pleasure, a satisfaction is sent up to Hashem from a lower level, a very, very low level, Hashem has still greater pleasure. The lower the level, the greater Hashem's pleasure that, wow, even they're serving me. Even they realize my, who I am. Because this is the real greatness of Hashem. When those that are close to Him respect Him, it's nice, it's good, it's very good. But when those who are very, very far from Him, when they come to respect Him, that's a chiddush, that's wow. Now going back to the beginning of this paragraph, those words, ki choyl We've mentioned this in the past, but just to review, and for those who haven't heard it, the Pasuk there begins with, l'cho Hashem ha-gidula, v'ha-gvura, v'ha-tiferes, It's listing the midos of Hashem that Hashem has. And the next one should be yesoid. It's say, and yesoid and malchus, but it doesn't say that. It says, v'ha-hoid, it goes on to Malchus. It doesn't say anything for Yisoy. It's brought that the words Ki, Choyl, are Bigimatria, Yisoy. Ki, Choyl is Bigimatria 80, which is the word Yisoy, which is the Tzadik. The Tzadik is called Yisoy, the foundation, Bashamayim of And again, the real definition of Tzadik is when this tzaddik is capable of reaching up to the highest places and reaching down to the lowest places. Rabbi Nassau goes on to say there, A person would think that these two are two different worlds. There's no way in the world to ever bring these two together. And I need a different speech completely for the Koilel people, and I need a different speech completely for the people that I'm trying to reach, the people who are very far from Hashem. And there's no mixing whatsoever. Rabbi Nezal says that's not true. We have to be able to merge these two worlds together, meaning, Shegam Dorei Malo, Shehasagosam Bechinas Mo, Yiyuklulim Mehasogo Shel Bechinas Meloi Cholaretz Kevoidoi. Those people who are on a very high level, where to them we're delivering this message, you don't know anything, you don't know anything. We also have to sometimes be able to show them the Maloy that Hashem is everywhere, everywhere, with you and with the guy below you and with the people in the, in the basement, in the lowest basement. <coughs> and on the opposite end, those, also those people who are in a very, very low place, where their connection to Hashem, their understanding is the message of that Hashem is everywhere and Hashem is with you and all in the lowest places. We have to also include them in a certain way with that concept of ma, what? Where is Hashem? What? What? They have to be able to be shown also sometimes this concept that we don't know anything. And I and Shem look over there on the Kutimran where Rabbi Nezal elaborates on this. And the purpose of this is so that both of these groups should have 
respect for Hashem. In order for them to have proper yira, they need to share things with each other. I and Shem look over there on the Kutumran where Rabbein Nisal expounds on this. Umevoy Rashom, Rabbein Nisal also continues to explain in that chapter, Shezeh Bechinas Yom HaKippurim V'Chanukah, that this whole message is related to these two holidays, Yom Kippur, which is followed by Chanukah. Ki Moshe Bikesh Slachno Alavoyin Hamaraglim, Shebozeh Tluyim Kol Havoynes, because we know that when the, when the Jews were in the desert and they sent spies to check out Eretz Yisrael and the spies came back and gave a terrible report to try to dissuade the Jews from going to Eretz Yisrael, Hashem got very, very angry. And Moshe Rabbeinu begged, pleaded with Hashem to forgive the Jews because Moshe Rabbeinu knows better than anybody else what, what a sin is really all about, the incredible damage caused by a sin. So he pleaded slachna for that sin to which all other sins are connected to. Because the Gemara says that the Egel Hasov and the Maraglim are connected and all sins are really connected to those. And Rabbi Nassau explains there, Ukefi haslachno According to the success that a person has in doing tshuva on Yom Kippur, in, in pleading with Hashem, Slachna, this is our prayer on, on, on the night of Yom Kippur. We say this Slachna many times and throughout the day. So that will define our, our, the holiness of our Chanukah. Shehi Chanukas Habe Samikdosh. Chanukah means renewal. Chanukah was a time when they renewed the Beis Samikdosh. Shekol Mikol Habechina Sanal. And the Beis Samikdosh is a combination of everything we spoke about earlier. The Beis Hamikdash is a place of Yira. We say every morning by the Akedo, Ki Bahar Hashem Yeiro'e, that, that, that Avram Avinu called the site of the Beis Hamikdash Eloikim Yira. Yira is Yira. And, and the Beis Hamikdash is the place where the highest and the lowest come together. The Beis Hamikdash is where all the sacrifices are brought to atone for sins. Anyone who committed any type of sin is coming to the Beis HaMikdash. And in the Beis HaMikdash, you had the Koyhanim, the most religious, the most spiritual people. Ayin Shom Kol Zeh Heitev Heitev. Rav Zal says, study that chapter in Likut Imran very, very well in order to have real clarity on what we just explained and in order to have a solid base for this halacha. Now Rav Zal begins his discussion. And this is all tied into the concept of vows. The fact that a Jew has the ability by making a vow, a neder or shvua, to create new mitzvahs and sins for themselves. Because Rabbi Nezal explains in that chapter on Kutum Ram, that every single person has the ability to bring das into the world. What kind of das? To reveal and enlighten the world about the presence of Hashem, the existence and presence of Hashem. 
That's the most important das. And when a person does this, they'll succeed in getting Jews out of sin. Kimavur Shem, as Rabbi Nezal explains there, what, gets, what causes people to commit sins? Lack of das. Bebechinas, as the Gemara says in the beginning of Saita, a person does not commit a sin unless a spirit of foolishness, silliness, took over the person, which is the opposite of das. And we have to have pity on such a person to shine into that person the knowledge, the recognition of Hashem that Moshe Rabbeinu revealed to the world. Dahainu, what does this mean more specifically? Lahaskiroi, Ula Oyeroi, Ula Hakitsoi, Lohoidioi, Kiashem Hualikim. To remind the person and to awaken the person and to inspire the person and to enlighten the person that Hashem exists, Hashem is the creator. Bibhinas Mashomar Moshe, as Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ato Horeisolodas Kiashem Hualikim. You have revealed to the world that Hashem, that, that Hashem exists and that Hashem is the Almighty. That's the most important das. And if people will do this, then everybody will get out of their sins. The more people will be enlightened about Hashem and made aware of Hashem's presence all around us 24-7, people will stop committing sins. And every single person can participate in this, bringing this das into the world by talking to our children and our friends, etc. Look over there in Likut Imran where Abbe Nisal elaborates on this. And all of this is possible because every single Jew has Hashem inside of them, has the divine presence of Hashem inside of them. Every single Jew is a part of Hashem. Therefore, we have the ability to bring into the world awareness of Hashem and to get the Jews out of sins, to get them to return to the Torah. And all of this, everyone receives from the Chacham, the, the true Tzadik of the generation. Who is like Moshe, an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu, who is Zoichet to the highest levels of knowledge that Rabbi Nezal discusses over there on Likut Imran, which is the pleasure of the future world, the, the flow of the light that comes from the crown of Hashem, the highest, highest level. And through this, he's to this coil to be able to reach everybody. 
שעל ידי זה יש לו כוח להוער בבונם ותלמידים. And that's what enables him <coughs> to teach children and students וכולו, etc. and others, שממנו מקבלם כל בונם ותלמידיו להוער הדס בבניהם ותלמידיהם אחריהם. It's from him, from this tzadik ho'emes, that all, the, all of his children and students receive the ability to shine das into their children and their students. V'chein midor ledor li'olam, and so too from generation to generation. K'mavur mizeh b'simen samaches, as Rabbi Nezal also speaks about this in chapter 68, in, in the second half of the Kudimran, sh'medaber gamkein b'inyin zeh, where Rabbi Nezal over there also speaks about this same topic, Ayin Sham, look over there. Now this topic of the Makifin, Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Imran, <coughs> that when a person shares their knowledge with others, when a person empties their brain into other people, that Kaviyohol creates vacant space in their brain now, so that the Makifin, those things that were outside of their head till now, can get sucked into their head. I remember when learning biology as a kid, <coughs> they taught us how does breathing work? What causes all of us breathe all day? I don't get like what, what pushes, what tells you to breathe? What causes the breathing process? So they explain there's a diaphragm, there's a part of the body under the lungs that moves down. The diaphragm moves down, it creates a vacuum in the lungs, which causes a suction, which causes air to be sucked into the body. That's naturally how, why, why we, we breathe, why we breathe in. And we breathe in, and then the diaphragm moves up and pushes out the air, up, down. What they forget to teach is, who's the little guy running around, who pulls the diaphragm down, who tells the diaphragm to go down. Unfortunately, some people who aren't teaching biology correctly, they leave out the Hashem factor. But again, there's this recognition that when a vacuum is created, it causes a suction, it causes something else to get sucked in. So here again, when a person is emptying out their knowledge to, other, to their children, to other people, through this, that knowledge that was outside their head till then, now goes inside. And this process continues, and the tzaddik goes higher and higher. Any questions? Question, does bringing das to the world also mean Breslover is speaking to other people about the role of the true tzaddik, or is this not included in what Rabbeinu Zal meant? On the contrary, this, that's possibly the most important piece of das that a person could share with a Jew. Because if a Jew has everything else and they don't have the tzaddik, they're missing, they're, they have a building with no foundation, Rahman al-Islam. That's the most important das. But again, a person has to see carefully who's ready, who can hear it, and who cannot hear it, who doesn't want to hear it, chas And this is tied into the concept of making vows. As we said before, a person has the ability to, by, through neder and, and shvuah, to create new Torah, new mitzvahs and averos. Ki neder u'shvuah hen bechinas makifen. Rab Nelson Zal explains now that neder and shvuah are on that level of makifen. U'bechinas koel 
And there also this concept of coil which comes from these makifin. Ki hamakifin hanal heim bechinas bina shehi bechinas keser kemuva biksavim. Because these makifin are, we always speak about the seven lower midos of Hashem and the three higher midos of Hashem. The seven lower midos represent this world. Those three upper midos represent the next world. Makifin, that which is above us, outside of us. So Rav Zal says these makifin are, are an aspect of bina, which is in some cases synonymous with keser, as, the, as is explained in the writings of the Arizal. Sheshom hu bechinas neder kayodua. That's where neder is located. Neder is located in bina, in keser. As the Zohar Kodesh speaks about this in Parshish Mishpotim, we mentioned before that the word neder is nun doer, 50th generation, and 50 is bina, the 50 gates of bina. And we also mentioned that when the Torah introduces the topic of neder, it says, ish ki yafli lindor, yafli, a person who will do something wondrous to make a vow. Yafli is the word, the root is the word pele. Pele, which is keser. Pele is the letters aleph, one, number one, which the what, and complete oneness, which is the keser. Ushvua hibchinas koil. And shvua represents the concept of koil that we spoke about. Ki koil dotsadik. Because the Zohar says koil refers to the tzadik. The tzadik is the one who's everywhere, who's koilel everything. All the six spheroids above him shine into him. The word, the word Yosef is bigamatri six times yudke vavke to show that he's koilel all, all six. Sheshom hu bechinas shvua. And the concept of shvua is associated with tzadik as is explained in the Sefer Shari Oira, one of the Sifrei Kabbalah, because a shvua, a vow, is a form of making a covenant, making when people swear allegiance, swear your loyalty, your allegiance. When they swear in a member of government or a judge, you're swearing your allegiance, you're making a bond. Bechinas krisis bris, sheze bechinas tzadik, shehu bechinas bris. And the tzadik is associated with bris. Ki bechinas tzadik, bechinas bris, mekasher el yoinim v'tachtoinim. Because the, the midah of tzadik, the bris, connects the upper and the lower. Alma ilov, alma tatoa, the upper world and the lower world. Kayodua, as is known throughout the Zohar Kodesh, throughout the Sifrei Kabbalah, that the tzaddik is the one who's bringing upper and lower together, uniting upper and lower. It's through the midah of Yesoid that all the spheroids above it are able to shine into the malchus below it. Yesoid is the kesha, the tzaddik is the kesha. Kayodua, as is known, and as Rabbi Nezal explains in the chapter on Likud Imran, chapter 7 that we're speaking about. And this is the concept of a, a shvua and making a bond, a covenant. 
That's what really makes a bond between people. When a person wants to join a club, they, they have to take upon themselves, the, the, take the vows. And again, marital vows, they call it, marital vows, that they each, uh, each promise their loyalty to each other. People are confident that their connection will, will be solid when they swear allegiance to each other. And so too, when Hashem wanted to bond with Avram Yitzchok Yaakov and with the Jewish nation, and by Hashem bonding with the Jewish nation, that's what bonded all of the worlds together, the upper worlds and the lower worlds. The bris and Hashem made a covenant by swearing, Asher Nishbati. There are many Pesukim where it speaks about Hashem swearing, Hashem Nishbati Lavrom Avicha, I swore to Avram that I'll give him Eretz Yisrael. Mohem Bris Bishpua. And Hashem made a covenant in, in swearing, Kemavur Bipsukim Rabim, as is expressed in many Pesukim throughout the, throughout the Torah. Shashem Izborach Nishba Lo'avois, Hashem swore to Avram Yitzhak Yaakov that he's going to be good to their children, to their descendants. And to give them Eretz Yisroel. And the Jews also received and accepted the Torah by swearing allegiance. The Gemara says that a person can't swear to put on tzitzis today because you already swore at Har Sinai, you were already sworn in. Ki ikar hahiskashrus alidei hashvua. Because the main bond is through a shvua. Ki shvua bechinas tzadik, bechinas choyl, bechinas ki choyl bashamayim of oretz. Shehu bechinas hiskashrus. V'yalkein alidei neder u shvua. Shehem bechinas makifin anal. We showed earlier that neder and shvua are makifin. Nundor, Bina, Keser, Ubechinas, Koil. And that now we also showed that Neder and Shvua, this aspect of Koil, make up your mind. I don't care. Which is it? Is it Keser? Is it Yesoi? It's both. It's both. It's not a contradiction. Remember, because Hashem is one, it's all really one. This is what enables a person. This neder and shvua is what enables a person to declare anything forbidden or obligatory, kishom shoyresh ha-Torah. Because in neder and shvua is rooted the Torah. The Torah is rooted in bina, in yesoid, and in koil, in bina, in all the things we explained here. These are the roots of the Torah. Any questions? We'll just do a little bit more if there are no questions. <clears throat> Again, look at the coincidence, and, and I, we usually don't mention names, but on behalf of everyone, we want to wish a tremendous mazel tov to the Gundel family, who are the originators of this shear. This shear that we've been having for several years now originated, as a, it started as a chavrusa between two people, Baruch Hashem. And Bashkocha, how Hashem plans it out so perfectly every time that today's shear is bris and sh- and. and and children and grandchildren and teaching everything. 
ועל כן נישום עיקר האורס הדס, מה שמאירים בבונם תלמידים לא יוצאים מאבוינס להשיב מעל התורה. And it's, the, it's from there that this das comes forth, that we shine into children and students to get them out of sin and to bring them close to the Torah. By us enlightening them and drawing das from there, recognition of Hashem. And because... Every, where is the Misham? He's going to tell us what the Misham is. And because every single Jew is rooted there. Because all of our souls are rooted in the Nisham of the Tzadik. The Tzadik who is like Moshe Rabbeinu, who is Zoycha to these Makifin. Remember, the word Moshe is Bigimatria 600,000. Because Mem is 40. Shin is 300, 40 times 300 is 12,000, Hay is 5, 12,000 times 5 is 60,000, and Moshe Rabbeinu was 10 Amois tall, 60,000 times 10 is 600,000. Moshe Rabbeinu is like the entire, all 600,000 Ishamas are rooted in Moshe Rabbeinu. And in the first story in Sipurim Isis, Rabbeinu Zal speaks about the Sheni Lamalchus, the second to the king. The word Sheni is Shoyrish Neshamos Yisroel, the, store, the roots of the Jewish Neshamos, which is the Tzadik. Alkein Yeshkoyach Lechol Odom Yisroel, Lawes Lashom, Aidei Bechinas Nedarushvua. Because we are all connected to the Tzadik, and the Tzadik is connected up there, that's what enables every single one of us to be able to go up there via Neder Ushvua. And that enables the person to be able to draw from there new mitzvahs, whatever the person wants, less or isor or whatever, to declare something forbidden or the opposite. Because the moment that a person says that this orange is forbidden to me by neder or shvua, that item becomes forbidden to the person via the Torah. Because the entire Torah comes from those two places. Because it's that combination of the makifin and the coil that we explained earlier, that's what gives us the ability to broadcast this message that Hashem is everywhere. Even in all physical things and materialistic things. And even in the lowest levels, Hashem is there. That's what enables me to be able to make Torah out of an orange, out of anything in this world. I can make Torah out of it, via Neder and Shavuot. Because when one is doing that, they're revealing the Torah there. They're revealing the divine presence of Hashem. That's what makes 
that item in into Torah. Because Hashem, the Torah, and the Jews are one. So the moment I show that Hashem is there, then the Torah is there, and the Jew is there, all three. And everything has the divine presence of Hashem. However, so long as the, the presence of Hashem is hidden, it's covered up, that object is still a weekday item. It's an ordinary item. It's not anything special. <coughs> but through Neder and Shvua, have the ability to reveal the divine presence of Hashem. That suddenly there's an electric current there. Before this was just a regular orange. A person made a vow to eat that orange. Now there's electricity flowing, there's light, there's energy, there's a rope attaching that, that orange to the person. He, the Torah, a new Torah has been invented, a new mitzvah. The person has the ability to draw upon himself a new positive or negative mitzvah based on what he said. Because neder and shvua are the combination of the makifin and the coil that we explained earlier. Shemishom ikaru hoidoas elakusis borach. And Rabbeinu Zal explained over there in Likudim Ram that it's through this combination of makifin and coil that we brought, that we received, that we're able to spread Hashem's light in the world. Shehu hatoira hashoichen bechol dover. This is the Torah that resides in everything. Even in the lowest places. And this is what enables each and every person to shine into their students. A student can be a wife. A student can be a husband. A student can be a parent. A child can be sharing Torah with a parent. Even in those pleased people who are very, very low down spiritually. To take them out of that place where they're so far from Torah, and to return them to the Torah. This explains, now we understand how the process of Neder and Shlua enables us to make Torah out of everything. Because Rabbi Nosanzal explained how Neder and Shlua are connected to the source of the Torah based on that chapter in the Kutimran. Rabbi Nisla explained in that chapter in the Kutimran, our mission is to teach the world about Hashem. In order to teach the world about Hashem, you need makifin, you need, you need this quality of koil. Rabbi Nisla showed that neder and shvua are makifin and koil. We should be zechah to, to understand, to absorb what we're learning. We should be zechah to become a kurvem, a kushadem, is to be true tzaddik who is the epitome of all of this, and we should be zechet to share simchas with each other, to have children, good healthy children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and, and celebrate simchas together, especially the final simcha, the coming of Moshiach, the building of the third final base. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Rav Nosson. Have a great day. Welcome to the in Yitz Hashem, as of now, I'm scheduled to be traveling Moitzoy Shabbos to the United States. 
and I'll be away for three weeks plus a little bit, a long, long trip. I hope to continue this year on Mondays and Thursdays, Monday morning, Thursday morning, Eretz Yisrael time.